And welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe. I love, I love the man. I know you do. The man, the myth, the legend. I know you do. Welcome to all our friends in South Florida, LA, San Francisco, Chicago. If you missed the first hours today's show, today's? Today's show. Oh, here we go. Today's show. (laughs) If you missed the first hour today's show, you got to check it out. Thank you, Dr. Baker. We had Dr. Baker on the show. Don't hashtag replay. Just rewind and rewatch it. Dr. Baker, to come down to see you. We had Dr. Baker on with Allegiance Orthopedic and Spine Institute. We talked everything from spine surgery to medical marijuana, CBD, all the aesthetics that he has going on in his office. And truly, you heard the truth about what it is, what spine surgery really is. Ouch. All I can say is ouch. (laughs) It hurts a whole lot. But you know what? He gave the truth. He told the truth. And that is what's amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing how he does it, how he speaks about it, and how open he is about it. So you're going to go down. I'm going. You just saved me 150 bucks on your Christmas he present. He says he Thank would you, Dr. be honored. Baker. He's going to be honored. <laughs> Doc, you know what you're getting into, baby. I know. He doesn't know you very well. He Although don't? he does. We've had him on a lot of other shows down at NN, So I've never seen this side of Dr. Baker. Never seen him. It's interesting, Honest, right? straightforward, right to the point. You can find us at 95.3 FM 1470 AM live streaming all over social media at the Brooklyn Cafe TV. Hey, what are you eating? And join our conversation, 888-565-1470. Everyone's a little chit-chatty here. We are giving back today. It's Give Back Tuesday. We have Danielle Bujan with us, the amazing photographer, offering free headshots. So she is giving back free headshots. All she asks is a toy for tots. Toy donation. No, no, it's good. You got the munchies already? No, no, I'm looking at... Hi, it's been 30 seconds, really? I'm looking at what she's... I'm just looking at what she's eating. Barbara, honestly? <laughs> Barbara, we can't hear you without a microphone. Thank God. But Thank come on down much. to the gallery. We're at 1440 North Federal Highway in Delray Beach. Danielle is here at least for another hour doing headshot. She's collecting toys, and I'm really excited that... Hey, Danielle. I get to bring people in, and they're bringing st- you know, their toys. Are you feeling okay? Okay, she's, she's happy today. How's your finger? Is your finger's good? Okay, good. Your headshot's incredible. Yeah, a lot of paint. A lot. I see the real shot. <laughs> a lot of, what she did. <laughs> a little Never spackling another, paint. Put that camera down. <laughs> <laughs> I told her I look better from far away. So from that angle, Danielle, I am good to go all yes. the way at the back of the studio. I'm going to put you on a flight to California. Take it from there. <laughs> We're good to go. And keep going. We also have Barbara here with Biba Boutique. And Barbara, you're still having some specials. You have Ladies Night on Wednesday. You gotta wear a mic. What is your address for Biba? 1049 East Atlantic Avenue, across from the Seagate Hotel. Big parking lot in the back. It's next Wednesday, December the 5th, from 4 o'clock till 8 o'clock. This is going to be the big holiday party. Can I tell you, I'm really glad you changed it to Wednesday night because Thursday nights were in production every Thursday night and it's like 8 o'clock. I can never go. Oh, this is a rip. But now, I can't go. It's ladies' clothes. I I can't. So what? What are you gonna buy? Wait a minute. I got this dress there last time I was there. I wore the dress to the wedding, and I'm well, wearing Barbara, the third one on Saturday. We can have a party there, you said. Oh, that's that's right, baby. I, and I bring the Come D- after eight. I bring the DJ with me. Oh, great. And then I have the lady that also does the essential oils. Um, the and I got the guy well. who wants essential oils. And um, she has a handheld device that she can hold. Take it easy. No, no, no. And it will tell you every PG oil show. that you need for your body and oh. every thing that's going on in your body. Well, yeah, you that know, sounds kind of cool. I heard about that. Did we hear this about her? Somebody else has that machine. It's a scan up at Hippocrates. We're supposed to go next week, actually, and they're going to do a scan. Do you know that I have a request when we go? There's about five people that want to come with us. To Hippocrates? We're going next Friday. Have you guys ever been? Never been. Hippocrates Never been. is The Hippocrates amazing. Institute. There's people that had... 
they gave him six months to live, and they went to Hippocrates, and they were... I think my mom might become an inpatient there. Chef told her all about it. She says, I'm in. (laughs) It's funny, you know, just be prepared. It's very green. Like, you're going to go to the buffet, and you're going to be like, ugh. It is so it is so great. Well, you know Chef Z, right? Yeah. <laughs> Chef Z's husband is, uh, is somebody there. He's a nurse there. And they're going to give us a tour and the whole nine yards. I'm bringing a McDonald's hamburger. I'm Keep it on the bus, baby. I'm bringing it what Annie's eating. Annie, what are you eating? What is that? She doesn't know, but it looks really good. What happened to the... They're on the table. They're gone. Those muffins that you brought, everyone devoured them. on the table? But the coffee pot. They're not the vibes. A whole bunch of them. You, you guys have have muffins. I took one. Thank you. Anybody want a muffin? You want a muffin? You sound Thank like you. my mother. Want a muffin? Uh-huh. My mother muffin. doesn't go anywhere without a muffin. You I go to muffin? visit my You're dad. You're offer it to your guests. I go to visit my dad in ICU. He goes, there's a muffin. I go, of course there is. Grandma Muffin was and here. You, know, you did it again. But I do. You didn't give Doc a coin. You know, I keep telling. They're behind you. Yeah, I know. Now you got to go back. We're going to give these ladies a coin. Yeah. Our hope hearts oh, is what we've started. And we have to give Barbara one as yes. well. We're going to give the lady, let the ladies pick a coin. Let's get Barbara to pick a coin as well. And we've Freddie got. Freddie's going to be giving everything. Freddie gives everything away. Aaron, let's give one over to Barbara. To <laughs> let's pass them over to Barbara, and then we'll bring them over to our guests. You, know, you could have handed it to me. It's all good. <laughs> Did I hit you? Yes. Oh, sorry. Well, thank you. <laughs> all right. Give us a call to join this madness, 888-565-1470. We've got a serious show, but then we've got the upside of the show, right? I've got Julia. We've got Julia, Queen of Serrano. We call mean? her coach. Serious and upside? What's another word for upside, coach? The fun, the upside, she defined. Coach wrote her book, her memoirs. <gasps> really? Finally. You Finally. Did. So her book has been launched. How, when did it launch? October 13th. It's been wow. that long already. And what is it saying? She strategy? She strategy. Is that about you? No, it's somewhat about me. So I originally started to write the book about me, but this is now all about others and helping them to move forward in their life. So at Julia's book launch that I went to a couple weeks ago for She Strategy, I met her publisher because every good book has a good publisher, right? What do you always tell me? The best books written are those that are read. Right, that's right. And Absolutely. you reached, what, bestseller within 24 hours, I think? Yep, within the first 24 hours. How did you do that? Wow. Pretty wow. amazing. Strategy. Yeah. <laughs> is that in the book? No. Yes, it is. It's on the last page. The publisher's book has it. <laughs> wow. Elite Publishing. And this is Dr. Jessica Veer with Elite Publishing. And her story and your foundation is so amazing. Well, well, wait a minute. You own Elite Publishing? Well, Elite Publishing and Production is a silo of Elite Foundation. Yeah. It's just a nonprofit organization. That's just, it's not just a nonprofit. Just hold on, hold on. You're, right, you, right. Are you the Elite Publications? The Elite? I'm not sure. He's from the <laughs> he's from the Bronx, so we're, no, we're frozen up there. The Elite. Here you go. You got to restart that screen. The Elite. The Elite. The publication elite. Well, I know who you are. You do. Do you? I know some things. My my reputation proceeds. How do you know Dr. Jessica? <laughs> Is it all I, I good? No, I have never met her, but I know of your company. How did you awesome. both end up together? Because I know Julia for years. Everyone says, "How'd you meet?" At your book launch, everyone they go around the table. How do you know Julia? How do you know Julia? And of course, you know my story, right? And Skylar, Skylar's our story of how Skylar's I know Julia. Skylar and Aaron is how is the story. She even came to my house the other day. I heard. In a true Skylar fashion, she left her purchase in my kitchen. (laughs) 
Because it's been eight years of every time she'd come over, she'd leave something at the house, right? Yes. Even now, her independence, and she lives in Israel, and she's all mature. She leaves her iPhone at my house yes. 30 seconds later. Her but brand new her iPhone. Her brand new iPhone, right, right from the mall to my house. <laughs> yeah, but without any phone now. So now she can't even, she's using our phone to get a hold of them to figure out if she left the phone there. She actually didn't know. So it was very fun. But so, I think one of the best stories, and I didn't get to see her, was that she's talking about what she's going to be doing next. And she wants to improve her life, and she's got all these ideas. She said, so I asked Julia what I should do. And Julia said, read my book. Read my book. And that... <laughs> Is the perfect answer to the Skylar question and Julia's answer because that's what it is. So tell me about She Strategy. And you would change the name. I did. I did. It was originally She Defined, which is the name of the company, and it was going to be about me. And what I did was I took some of the stories about how I moved from, you know, a dysfunctional home life to actually understanding that I had the power of choice in everything that I did. And what I did was I created the book, and it's actually a workbook, which I think is what makes it pretty unique. Um, and I created it from the coaching work that I do. So the first half of the book is really getting out of your own way. What's the story you tell? What's the story you wish to tell? How do they differ? What's holding us back? What are the beliefs that hold us back? Our values and all those things. Really coming into awareness. And then I took the actual work I do in corporate America, which is strategy. And I took that work and I included it at the back of the book, but I made it super simple because strategy really is simple. The world complicates it. And so in the book, you actually, once you decide what it is you truly want, the book walks you through creating the strategy and taking focused action to get to what it is you need and want. Well, Julie can tell you, I was, here's the plus and minus of being coached by Julia. I hate putting things in writing. Julia loves, as you can tell her workbook, putting things in writing. So we went through coaching. Within 30 seconds of what I went to her for coaching for, it changed that now I do this. So in 90 days at the end of our coaching, totally different platform than I started with. And I would sit and go, I currently can't write anything down. You and I still don't write anything down. I try to write a book. <laughs> you got what, seven pages? I did seven pages. I stopped at the word duh. Duh, D-A. How do you sit through all that time to write a book? Two and a half years. Holy smokes. So God, that's like it doesn't a long take chair. two and a half years, but you write, and then you put it down, and you walk away, and you may go back six months later. A lot of people sit down and write their book in 90 days. Mine had to evolve. So it that's the story, patience. right? That's the story of writing Life. the book and telling your story and how it evolved. Right. It started as your memoirs, and she defined, and you had another business in California you're working with, and all of that changed. Yep. And how did you end up meeting Dr. Jessica? Her, her head keeps going back and forth. She's oh like, God. She's really? watching a tennis match. <laughs> uh, so do you know Graciela? Yes, of we had her on did. our show. Exactly. So Graciela um, is on the board of Elite. Yes. Okay. And she said, you must meet Julia. And then she called me and she said, you have to meet Dr. Jessica. And here we are. <laughs> and that's, this is actually what results from a simple introduction. Mm -hmm. But... Um, Jessica and I hit it off immediately. You know, I fell in love with her. I think she's an amazing woman doing amazing things and utilizing her story to change the world. And you're, and you're, in, a, I'm tell you, you're in a tough business. But I you don't know. even know the foundation itself. Well, it gets get even that. bigger than you realize. We're going to get into that. But you're in a tough... The publishing business is not an easy business. No. And a lot of people that write books that can... <laughs> Um, actually end up with a nice coffee table book. Well, how many books do we have over there? About 200. About 50 books back there? No, about 200. 
Everything looks double. They kind of are. <laughs> but the bottom line is a lot of people self-publish, yeah. right? Because after all the work, what the hell? Might as well go all in. Right. And then it doesn't go anywhere. And you never hear from, you know, there's very rare success stories. You know, Sylvester Stallone wrote Rocky in his garage in the whole nine yards. He did it in two and a half hours, which is unheard of. And then they got published into a movie, which was a different story. But it's amazing because you are in an industry now where you can do everything via computers. Absolutely. And you know what? You can print a paperback on a computer if you give me three hours and a cup of coffee. Yes, you can. Absolutely. Anybody can write and publish. But it's not a book. But it's not a book, and it's not uh, better than your calling card. Because if you're just writing a book for the purpose of going concept to paper and dropping it on a coffee table, like you said, it's going to sit there. That's right. And I didn't so, even know you had a book oh, until yes, she brought books. it in. Oh, my goodness. Everybody got a book. How to Embrace Dude. Failure and Achieve Transformational I Success. I'm going to write a book. You're going to help me. And this is everyone from the foundation, or are these all contributors to the Those book? Those are all contributors. So the publication side of the foundation is just a platform for individuals to find their voice and to narrate it through their stories and their books. And what makes us different is that it's not just a book. It's a platform builder. There's ways to build over a dozen streams of income off a book, but you need really? to be strong in marketing. And you need to recognize that it is better than a calling card, but it is also the stepping stone to elevate to the next level in your business. Sandra, you have a book too. She's shaking her head I yes. Do, I do. And that's funny because the, I believe in that, you know, and I have a women's group that we're working on a collaborative project right. like that. And I always tell them it's a stepping stone because a lot of women have that story inside them that they want to get or they want to publish a full book. Mm -hmm. But this is that that share your that story and that's that kicking stone to start yeah. saying okay I, now i can tell my full yeah, story and my full yeah. message and who published your book i, I self-published i self-published through uh, well my Indian publishing which is my uh, publishing house through amazon through kindle sure. well now it's and you also before we go to commercial break you have an, an entire foundation that I wanted to talk about and the sure. book publishing is part of the foundation it is it's part of the business model because we wanted to have a nonprofit that was self-sustaining I'm a serial entrepreneur one of my passions is writing and publishing so it's just a silo it's a stream of but this service. is genius I'm sorry? That is a genius, genius book you got the going on. And not only that, but you, <laughs> I, I'm just being honest. And, and you've got somebody over here who falls right into that whole thing, right? Because I remember somebody being coached in here before I met you. Remember that? I remember It was about that. 30 seconds before I met you. And you said... 30 seconds? Pretty much. Oh, I didn't know that. Pretty much. I oh, think stop. I started with Julia the same week, maybe. Mm -hmm. I went on your show. Pretty much. I didn't know that. I thought it was like two years. No, it's pretty much the same week. And I don't think I got past my first assignment when it changed. Nothing changed. Well, it no, it was shifting. It shifted. We reshifted pretty well, you quickly. you got clear on your passion, and you got clear on what was right and good for you yeah. versus what you thought the world was telling you, I believe. That's it took, it took four years for her to get it right. Four years. Remember that job I had? a lifetime. Oh, my oh. goodness. Remember that job I had? Julia said, give it 90 days. You said, I'll get you fired right now. I said, give me your phone. I'll get you fired. <laughs> I called her in. She's not coming in no more. What do you mean? I said, you're done. That's it. That was Next. pretty much how it worked out. But look. That's the difference between men and women, right? <laughs> he goes, give me your phone right now. We'll get you fired. She says, give it 90 days. And I we were done. 90 minutes. 
and we were done. But I want to talk about Elite Foundation, which is really to prevent, I always have to say it right, it's not that we're discussing human trafficking, we're preventing the exploitation of. Right, so Elite stands for eradicating loss of innocence to exploitation. And exploitation is a continuum. So we're looking at prevention. So for those of, that have already been abused or neglected as a child and making sure that doesn't become a vulnerability for more exploitation. Um, and then we fill the gap specifically through the foundation for those that are 18 and a day because that's when we find that the catchment is gone, there's no support system, and there's no funding. So we work with survivors and victims of human trafficking and other types of Which is a big problem here in Florida. It's a huge problem. It's kept under the rug. Very much so. It's a very negative narrative to use language that's specific. Um, and oh, it's, it's not one that wants to be spoken about. And so we are... Um, venturing to go into that arena with a new voice and the voice is empowerment and education and awareness you know there was um it wasn't we're gonna take a break we're yes take a break. if you want to say what you have to say then i'll take well, a break there was a there, i got introduced to um people from a foundation that work again in that field mm -hmm. and it was a carabas i'll never forget this and linda and i were there and we sat through this whole thing of what's going on in florida and the mansions they use and the, right. i mean just the ugly side of life and we bought them dinner and gave them a donation because we were so taken aback. And in our own backyard, it's like the ostrich. You stick your head in the sand, you know what sticks up, right? I mean, it's just unbelievable. I don't even know if people are sticking their head in the sand. We'll talk about it when we get back from break. Or they just don't know. I had no idea, honestly, until I saw Julia post something a couple months ago. And when I was at her book launch, I said, will you come on our show and share? And she said, better yet. Let me introduce you to Dr. Jessica. So here we are. We'll be right back. Give us a call. We'll be right back. And we're back. And we're back at the Brooklyn Cafe TV. We can't forget, we just got two tickets in the mail to give away for Riptide Music Festival. We just got them. I'll take them. <laughs> now, do you know what Riptide is? I know the music festival we're that's looking what it at is. tickets that's what it is actually try and get a hotel room so we don't have to fight the traffic it's this weekend it's friday november 30th through sunday december 2nd in fort lauderdale at on 1 1100 seabreeze boulevard fort lauderdale give us a call to receive your two free tickets we'll put your name in a drawing right and then we will choose them randomly randomly what on friday no, it's Friday. So you we want to choose them Thursday? Yes. Today's Tuesday. Bitsy, I want to thank Bitsy who sent us Amanda Lippman, thank you very much. That's her name? Yes. I thought it was Bitsy. Yeah, it yes. is, but it's really But Amanda. anyway, I want to thank you for sending us the tickets. We only have today and tomorrow. Thursday, you have to mail them. So we'll have to do the drawing tomorrow. So give us a call today or Thursday. tomorrow. Thursday, we're not on radio. It doesn't matter. We do the drawing. All right, Joe, Thursday. just keep a list of the names for us, please. 888-565-1470. Does that work? Yes, and then we'll send it out. If you don't call, I'm going to have to give it away a different way. Okay. Simple. Two tickets for Riptide. <laughs> I got a taker. I got a taker. We got lots of takers. Call tomorrow. Call tomorrow. 888-565-1470 to win You're two done. free tickets to Riptide Music That's Festival. <laughs> Uh, so the Riptide, you know what the Riptide is? It's the festival music. Everybody's been asking me for these tickets. Every, I got about 20 people that wanted them. Now you got your chance. Now they got to call in. There's a map. Everything is here. Hospitality, how you and get there. There's parking, too. And here are the two free tickets. Coach has parking. And parking. I'm in. So pick a day, and we, the tickets are yours. 888-565-1470. How you doing? Yes, man. Good. How are you? <laughs> well, you're one scary dude, you know? See that when you when we finally engage our crew, what they can do. You saw them today engaged. 
Oh, that would have been a great strategy for you to see. We had the um, producers. They're not called interns no more. They're producers now. They actually did a open close on a sales pitch. Oh, nice. And Yes Man had the misfortune to actually, <laughs> actually have a real client to do it on. And do you know, I'm going to tell you what he said. Just your effort alone made it work. He would have done business with you. Oh, that guy? Yeah. Oh, that guy. Oh, that yeah. guy. Dr. Yeah, Baker, Dr. that guy. <laughs> Annie, you did a great job also. You know, we're going to do that with Danielle. We're going to have one. <laughs> she leaves. Photographer who hates being in front of the camera. I know. I don't understand that at all. But she's got it a magical eye. Sense. It does make it sense. <laughs> <laughs> she has a magical eye, though. I want to start, get back into the elite foundation and sure. the human trafficking I don't want to say epidemic, but what's going on in South Florida? And I don't think people bury their head. I don't think people know. Okay, it's well, not something that's talked about on the sure. level that it's spoken about. Okay, you're giving everybody a way out. I'm not giving them a yes, way out because okay, after today, out. after today, there's no excuse. You will now have been informed. A well, hundred thousand people will have now been informed after today. No excuses anymore. Let's find out from the expert. Well, thanks. It, basically, it's a $300 billion industry. That's a lot of moolah. It's a lot of moolah. And according to Polaris, who is the nonprofit who basically keeps the stats on human trafficking domestically and internationally, Florida is now tied for number two. Well, and because is... we won the bid for the Super Bowl in 2020, we are going to be number one. Anytime there is an organized event like the music festival or Super Bowl, it is just the prime um environment for this kind of criminal enterprise and we're not yeah. saying that the super bowl creates the problem Absolutely that's not, not what we're saying we're Absolutely saying not. any big event any anything big event, that comes brings awareness there's crowding and there's drinking and there's lots of fun <laughs> yeah it'll bring it it'll but bring you're it. working with girls that are over the age of 18 but this is happening no so i'm basically i'm a forensic assessor for the state so okay. i work with the csec kids which are the domestically um commercially trafficked minors and I do that for the state level. The foundation is specializing in working with adults because of the fact that there's a gap in funding. There's no services for adults. So as you were saying before, the typical belief is an adult who's been trafficked has chosen it and becomes marginalized and criminalized. Yeah, he becomes the culprit instead of the victim. It's craziness. Exactly. So what we're seeing is it has so many different faces, honestly, that in all fairness, it's very difficult for people to be aware. We could be sitting here speaking and there could be someone in the gallery walking around and And they're involved. And they're involved. Um, unfortunately, the perpetrators are not your typical pimps and low lives that you would have thought they would be, but they're high-powered you know, businessmen and government officials and all kinds of people. So it's, um, it's a really difficult problem domestically. Internationally, it's much better known. We know in third world countries that it's the exploitation of the poverty and the vulnerable, and they are marginalized populations to begin with, so it's very easy for us on the other side of the equator, you know, to open our wallets and say, yes, absolutely, we can help these individuals get out of that circumstance. But domestically, you're talking about models, you're talking about career women who have just, they're looking for something better and they fall into a trap. You're talking about my daughter who was 15, who was on catfished on the internet by a perpetrator on the other side, pretending to be a 15 year old. Um, You're talking about your neighbor, you know, who adopted a child and Unbeknownst to you, they adopted the child to traffic that child. So we've seen it all. It's pretty ugly. I mean, you're talking about having going to fill up gas in your car yeah. and getting jammed into a van, and that's it. And done. And these guys are so good at it. They have watchdogs. They got hunters that go out, and they, they look at people. 
and they come back and say, this is when they take pictures of you. You know what they do? Well, last week we had the Child Rescue Coalition on, right? Right, and they were talking about what they do and the technology they have to share with law enforcement yes. to help find those that are catfishing others. Those are saying that they're 15 and, and getting them on social media and the internet. But you're talking about the personal level of it. They're on more of the governmental identification level. You're right here with it. Julie, are you working with it as well? Um, I think just from the outside looking in, I donate. Um, and I spoke at the uh, event mm -hmm. in November, which uh, was fundraising for the cause. And she knows I'll do anything. I, I you know, I have a two girls, you know, in their twenties, and um, I'm I'm always always had a soft heart for those that have put in been put in a position where they do not have the power to necessarily get out in that moment. So, when I first met you, before Skylar, you were working with another one, another young girl woman, but at the time, another young girl and mentoring. Mm -hmm. Yep, through SOS Children's Village. Are you finding I, the at-risk girls like you're working with are more susceptible, or what Freddie's saying, they're really just taking you and throwing you into the cars, or we're looking at both? We're looking at both. Looking and at I both. think that's the shocking part, because yes. everyone thinks it's a, you know, a certain financial demographic, and that's not the case anymore. No. And so I think that people are closing their eyes because it is happening in the wealthy areas of Boca. It is happening in Plantation. I heard Plantation is one of the largest one. areas, you know, down here. So it's happening in our neighborhoods. And when we say people are turning their head, I think people are turning their head. Nobody think, wants to talk about it. Well, Nobody wants to get involved with it. You know, I think that there are those who are, are not fully educated, but from what I understand, even what happens in nail salons mm -hmm. um you know these women are brought over here you know in a way that we would call trafficking it sounds like so, a movie you know but true it's not it's it's life right it's something you can go to a movie for you're talking about nail salons right you, you think culturally brought over but you're talking about people that are here in florida born and raised americans not even brought over from other cultures other countries and it's happening right here the at-risk right. girls it's just heartbreaking. The other story of just taking them and abducting, that's, that's not even anything beyond well, normal. I, I'm going I'm to, and again, you can write all you want. You know, the bottom line here is that the, it's a big industry. There are businesses out there, and they know what's going on. You know, when I was an auxiliary cop in, in, in Manhattan, right, I used to get amazed. I became an auxiliary because there is so many drugs and things going on around me. I saw a guy kill a guy in front of me, and the cops were like oblivious, like, what's going on? They, they didn't know what was going on. But you can go to any of these producers, any intern in college, and ask, hey, come here, let me ask you a question. You ever see something phony baloney? And they know. You'd be surprised what they know. You'd be surprised what the public knows. And then if they don't want to get involved, they, I got to go. You guys see anything? Annie? Maverick? It's almost hard to accept that reality, right? You don't want to accept wanna it know. as a reality. Mm -hmm. But it is. It's the ugly side of life. Well, think about all the women you work with. I know. All these networking groups. Now, are women, do you find that not only because you mentioned some are abducted, are some willing to do it for opportunity? You know? So I think that there is the misnomer that someone would actually choose to be trafficked. Yeah. Nobody chooses to be trafficked. Sure, yeah. That's a criminal offense, and the choice is removed. Mm -hmm. What I'll tell you is, I'll give you a case scenario we have a survivor who came to us who was seeking her dreams pursuing them in the modeling industry had a 
representative that is very well known and they subcontracted her to another agency and unbeknownst to her that was a trafficking ring so they get her on drugs they string her out they put her into the environment and they basically psychologically coerce her because that is that's the differential of power when you've lost that control Mm -hmm. you're not in a position to say yes I want to go and do this so I would tell you that's the, the more normative scenario and so when the other flip side of that is then trying to get out of that is almost impossible. You have to break not only the physical chains, but the psychological chains. And those are probably the hardest. And you saw a gap between what you're doing government-wise, forensically, and what you're doing with Elite. What gap did you see? So we have a great catchment system for the minors because of the at-risk understanding that the children that are at risk and are in the system or or runaways or homeless, there are systems in place and there are laws in place that basically protect them take them into custody and there's no question about coercion or entrapment with adults because of the question just posed it's a perfect example the adult has the ability to choose and so that takes away that ambivalence and that that ability to step in and say you know something we're going to just protect you take you into take you out of the circumstance the adult actually has to walk out of the circumstance and nine times out of ten they'll be prosecuted before they'll be helped well you know, so much, there's so much fear in it. Well, the, the funny thing is Florida is a dumping ground because mm-hmm. you have the ports, you got the airports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to drive victims through states. This whole game. And you ever notice at night you go 8 o'clock in Florida, there's nobody in the streets. I mean, in the Bronx, in Manhattan, there was people in the streets. I mean, you got mugged and people kept walking. I understand that. But in Florida, there was nobody. There's absolutely nothing going on here, and it's the perfect storm for this environment. All right, so let's agree that we have a problem. We have a problem. What are we doing? What can we do to fix it? <laughs> what a use, what a word, fix it. What can we do to make believe we're going to fix it? I believe, I got my stone. <laughs> Honey, I got, what did you, I, I believe. She got to believe. I, I, got, I, got, I got a stone here. Mine's a little bit heavier. Mine's going to believe, so I'm going to just keep believing. <laughs> We have to do a lot of education. I think that that's obvious, even just from what we're talking about. There's a lot of education that has to be done at multiple levels, you know, with children, with parents, with community, with law enforcement. So the foundation has taken on a huge endeavor because we are also have a silo that's an academy that basically trains all professionals, all frontline responders to get continuing education in trafficking. So they are sensitized and they're aware of what they're seeing. We also do um, communications and trainings for minors and for uh, in the school system so that we can start getting the conversation going about what is normal and what is not. You know, when, it, when is it normal to be speaking online and how do you know to discern whom you're actually speaking to and what are the red flags? It's education. There has to be a lot of education and awareness. Once we have identified a victim, then it's all about being trauma-informed and making sure that the deliberative services is restorative and not re-traumatizing. That's very, very important. Well, I, mean, I want to get her information also. Give it up. How can people find you, whether through Elite or through... Yeah, you can find us at www.elitefundsfreedom.org. It's Elite Foundation. We're in Fort Lauderdale. We have an office at 2003 West Cypress Creek Road, Suite 103. Doors are open. Now, I, I, I'm sort of curious, how does one... In a conversation, if they ask you, well, what is the organization you're working for? How would you word it? What is it you say? Because I think that delivery is always the problem. So, 
We eradicate loss of innocence to exploitation Jesus. by co-creating a future for every survivor. Okay, can you give me That's a short That's so Julia, vision? by the way. Uh, can you that is such short? a vision statement on Julia. Oh, no. <laughs> I know it's not Julia. Mission and vision. But when I had to sit and do all of these, yeah. mission, vision, I so didn't get very it? far. So eradicate what? Say that again. Lost innocence to exploitation to co-create. A future for every survivor. Jeez, it's like the Star Spangled Banner. I need something. Sh Puerto Ricans need short memories. It ends with us. How's that? It ends with us. It ends with I us. I like that. That's you our see, hashtag. It ends know, with us. Education is great, but you know something? Sometimes we get like to hear and yeah. we have to make some noise. I want to make some noise. So make some noise. We and need it's it. Give Back Tuesday. So it's a foundation. Let's give back. Elite Foundation. They can find you on Facebook to give back, to make donations. Yes, we've got several campaigns going. And then you, if you're a texter, you can text FREEDOM to 668-66. Very uh, cool. Give us a call, 888-565-1470. She does not, but we're going to have to introduce oh, her. Wait till we got a weapon for you. <laughs> we're going right. to do a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. <laughs> That's what they want to. And we are back at our Give Back Tuesday. You sound just like my mother. You want a muffin? You want a muffin? You want a muffin? She used to be Grandma Vodka until she had bypass surgery. And now then Dan renamed her Grandma Muffin when she came in the next time because she doesn't drink anymore. Doesn't, your mother doesn't drink anymore. Not vodka. Oh. <laughs> we have to be clear. Tequila. Only wine. So Dan has renamed her Grandma Muffin because she, my mother goes no place without a muffin. And I here you, and then you sit and go, want a muffin? You sound just like my mother. My daughter would be hilarious. Cracking up right now. Want a muffin. <laughs> want a muffin. I got muffins that was given to me by Valerie, my, my sister-in-law. That's um, your daughter-in-law? I mean, my daughter-in-law, um, her mom made them. She made them for me. People and, love them. And there was so want many. Want a muffin? Was, yeah, but, but it, has, it has guava in it. Only when oh. I would talk about on a show, you want a muffin? It has guava, a little guava. I can't, as a diabetic, I'm not supposed to eat guava. But I had one anyway, and Linda had one. She says, you didn't tell me. You didn't tell because it's solid. I mean, that is a muffin's muffin. Dr. Baker loved it, let's just say. So he thank you. For, as soon as he walked in the door. You know, Dr. Baker had the empanadillas. He has this guy. He's a, <laughs> I think we feed people here at the this cafe. This guy's making a living eating on us here. Chef Z is going to be here tomorrow. So if you want some great vegan food, come on down. Chef Z Chanel. will be here tomorrow. Chanel. Chanel's very you, busy. You want a muffin? No. You want a muffin? <laughs> you should. Hashtag Annie, you want a muffin? That's today's post on Instagram. Who's ever posting? You want a muffin? That's a dietetic muffin. If you eat that, you lose weight. Yeah, nope. I put X lax in it. <laughs> we didn't get a whole lot of time to talk to Julie about your book. How can people get your book and what you're doing? So uh, she strategy is available on Amazon, and uh, my last name is Aquino Serrano. So either one will find it. And uh, my website is shedefined.com. And who, you can find us there. what is your ideal person that is going to look for your book? Client? I think, you know, people ask, is this, for, is this for life or for business? And it's for everything because they are all one, right? So the book is really for um, women, although I have had a couple men read it who say it's life-changing. Uh, but it, I focused on women because I understand them more. And yeah, it is for any woman who, who wants to get somewhere but doesn't feel like she's getting there. And this really walks you through understanding what's holding you back and then gives you the strategies to get you to where you want to go once you're clear on where it is you want to go. Oh, it's getting past the fear, right? We put fear yes. aside and then we say, all right, now how do we get to the next step? We talked about that yesterday. We talk about it every day. No, we I talked know. about it yesterday intensely. How many pages is your book? Um, I don't even know. 
Hold on one moment. You Ask her publisher. Hold on one moment. Is it's it really? uh, one, around 1.30. Oh, that's, a, that's an easy read. Okay, oh, Annie, we'll do but it. But there's work. There's work involved with it? It's a work book. Annie, I think, I think what you'll do is we'll have the, the, the producers read this book to one another. We'll do 25 pages a day. <laughs> and I think it'll be a good... <laughs> it's an awesome idea. I think it'll be a good exercise for them. I think it's great. Should we photocopy and um, give them work sheets? No, one person will read it and everybody will take notes, like college. Just so you know, <laughs> the men are saying, like, oh gosh. Yeah. I'm going to tell like, you something. What? You're probably going to learn more sheet. from them than the yeah, women. Maverick's pretending he doesn't work. hear you. I know he has his ears on. <laughs> See, the bottom line here is you got to be strategy, man. You got, yes, man, you have to understand. If you understand the inner working of a woman's mind, it makes you way above every other male. You understand? You know how By that the plays. way, our minds don't work any differently than yours. And that's the first lesson. <laughs> you say, yeah, that's yes, man. He you says don't think, yes. Hi. You don't think our minds work differently than theirs? I don't think our minds work differently. I think that we see life differently, and I think that we may have different fears because we take things in differently, but our minds work exactly the same. You see, but now let me ask you a question then. Who brought up the word fear? Maybe it's not the fear word. Do you, think, do you think men are, are fearful? Absolutely. Okay. So are women. Right. So that's, a, that's, so that's a, my point. But hold on, but that's an even. Let's talk about you think more men think successful than women? Do I think more men, say it again? Think about being successful more than women. No. You think I women? Think, I think that, uh, I think women see success differently. And so I don't know if it's because they're afraid of something greater, but there are many, many women who um, are hugely successful, who define success the same as a man. Uh, I think success is different to every person. Okay. A mom at home taking care of her children. Yes. Successful? Very. I tried doing it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But then what what measures success? Hold on. Society then stops her. Wait, hold on, because this is going to be a train from here to California. Yes, it is. That is successful. A man can't do it. Right? My man does it. Well, hold on. Not, not every man can do it. <laughs> yes, man, like that. Now, the same success a woman in business, good, bad, or indifferent, is successful for making the attempt, yes? Making the attempt? Just the attempt making to be the, successful? Hold, hold on. Let's, again, this is a train. Making an attempt. How many women don't make attempts? Well, More than men? So, well, I think that's a loaded question. Because what we're, A, we're making an assumption. And B, I don't. I believe that most women who seek entrepreneurship or to be successful make the attempt. If to say a woman doesn't make an attempt, I would push back on that a little bit. I don't believe that any woman who wants something doesn't make an attempt. All right, so let's use it as a common number. Do you think more men make it successful because they want it than women? I think men are more successful a lot of times because the woman stays home and takes care of the kids. And I think it becomes, or it can become, more difficult for a woman to be as successful if she is also managing a home and children because there is still an expectation for her to take it all on. Whereas for a man in many homes, the expectation is that he will go out and be successful and she will do the rest. And you still believe that in today's day and age? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Absolutely. Well, we, Listen to me will, when will. I tell you I just opened a new bank account at a bank 
And the gentleman, when he saw the name of my company and asked me what I did, said to me exact words, but you still believe in a marriage that the woman should be submissive to the man. Oh, you said that to Except the right person. to me. <laughs> well, and, to me. And, and again, I want to apologize for the male race that we have one idiot because no, it does happen. But the problem, the truth is there's not one that believes that way. If there was only one, things would be equal. Yeah, but that's not an unfair... But we've an, even talked about it in the Latino culture. Yeah, but that's an unfair statement because you can't generalize. It's like you have certain women that attempt to be successful. They have plenty that... Don't attempt. They just talk about it. Same thing with men. Yeah, but you know what? If a woman stays home and raises the family, and they raise their husband, they it's elevate successful. them. Uh, on what level, though? But maybe a woman doesn't feel being the mom is successful. They might be soulfully successful. Okay, right. But let me They're ask you a question. If a man stays right. home and raises his family, is he successful? I yes. think he is. Right? Well, it depends what your definition of success is. A lot of women let things, especially if they're raising a family, sit on the back burner and one day, or I don't have time, or my kids are my priority right now. So one day when they grow up or out of the house, I'll pursue these things that are in my heart. And that is where that is a slippery slope. But that separates, people. Sandra, you and, and Wait, Coach. Wait, Freddie, one question. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that we have equality? No. Okay. But what does so, equality mean? You mean between men and women? Yes. Or between races, or between religions, or between... Is the world round? And, but Since again, the beginning in other time. cultures, but in other cultures, there is more equality than here. More equality. Okay. okay. An and ounce there's... more because they give you the right to drive in Saudi Arabia is not more. No, That's I just... would not use Saudi Arabia in any form. You think of other cultures have statements. more equality than the United States? I think there are cultures that do. I think that um, there are areas in Europe that are much more equal than here. But for us to say, why is a woman more successful or a man more successful, there is generations of inequality that has created mindsets of inequality so that a 35 year old man asked me if a woman in in his view if I still believe that a woman is submissive or should be submissive in a marriage so there's still that belief and that belief is energy and, and what did you energy, say to him well that's <laughs> It's not arable. It's, 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 it's in the book. It's in the book. That just happened last week, you guys. But last listen, week. I, but oh, I will, gosh. I will show you for every Neanderthal or whatever you want to call no, this, this gentleman. I will show you a gentleman who understands. Like I was telling yes, man, wherever he went. You know that. Like I was telling yes, man. If you can believe the inner workings, the reason that I label it inner workings is it because if you don't label it something, most men aren't going to want to. Learn it. You understand the difference? But I don't know if men have to. When a woman finally decides, well, have to. it's my time, I'm doing it. Sorry, you can like it or not like it, but you have to get to that point as a woman and say, it's my time. As Sandra said, it's time to fill my soul, and you either get on the train or you don't, well, but do I'm it, done. Let's do it a different way. God never gave me a natural daughter, but I've had plenty of women that I've dated and they had daughters. If your daughter, right, your, your flesh and blood, your daughter is growing up, the dad ain't going to say that. What is he going to say? I don't want you to be successful. I want you to be barefoot in the kitchen and have the cakes. It ain't going to happen. Not in today's deal. But there okay. are certain guys who still believe that way. I know you're going to tell There are, and there are certain cultures. Hispanic and does Hispanic it too. Hispanic yeah. a lot. And also, I think, that, um, I think that it's also not what is said, but what they see. 
100%. We talk about that all the time. What your kids see at home, the examples you set, it's not always what you say, exactly. But we have to get everyone's information. Okay, real quick. I had a a situation where they set up somebody who I knew for her to fail. They gave her all this power, and it was on, nobody could do this work. Not me, nobody. And they did it on purpose because she was a female. Just to say, you see, she can't do it. Because it still happens. That's That's why. It does. But at the same time, she I can give you more. She has having a party, Freddie. Good. I'm having fun. How can I, people find your book? More on this conversation for sure. Um, she strategy. She strategy is available on Amazon and on my website, shedefined.com. And Dr. Jessica, get in touch with you. Um, you can go to the website www.elitefundsfreedom.org. Or that's the best way. Sandra, you're going to be back on Thursday. I will be back on Thursday. Uh, Are we going to have a meeting party? Uh, no meringue, all women, but <laughs> facebook.com on United Women Professionals or Plan Your Company. Have a great day, everyone. Be kind to each other. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. And don't be late. Bye-bye.